You're listening to Ink Studs, and my guest this week is uh, Clément Aubry. I t- sorry, I totally got that way off, didn't I? <laughs> uh, his new book from Self Made Hero is Pavlo, uh, with uh, Julie Bermont, as well as from Drawn and Quarterly, the two uh, handsome tomes, uh, Aya, Life in Yop City, and Aya, uh, was it Love in the City? My uh, coworker has my copy right now. Love in Yop City. Probably. I'm not sure, but sounds good. Um, which I guess was originally six books from Darkode, was it? It was. Uh, and Pablo also came out from Darkode. Uh, Pablo was in four books. In four books. Yeah. Uh, um, thank you for joining me today. Um, now, kind of reading up on you, it seems like you're, uh, you have like these really impressive comic books, but you also have a pretty, um, wide range of artistic interests, um, or artistic endeavors. You do animation as well as you've done many children's books. Um, and so I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, I'm just kind of curious of um, kind of what what's your personal focus, what you like to kind of jump into and work on. Uh, basically, what I like is to, you know, don't uh, get into a routine and try to change all the time. But um, right now, I'm very much into graphic novels uh, because... Um, as you said, I have uh, I have tried uh, many different aspects of uh, of uh, drawing because basically that's what I like to do is to draw and to tell stories. Um, I, I like very much children's book, but uh, it's a very difficult life to be a children's book uh, illustrator. It's it's, it's a lot of work and. Uh, it's difficult to make a living with it, and at some point uh, <clears throat> you're limited by the fact that your uh, your your public is uh, uh, quite young, and uh, that um, you don't have the ability to you know to to go into different uh, more mature subjects. And uh, on the other hand, uh, animated movie was uh, very interesting and. Uh, very exciting, but it's well. I did two um, uh, two uh, s- cinema movies, uh, like uh, uh, main uh, main feature movies, mm-hmm. and uh, that that means uh, very very big teams. With uh, on the Rabbi Scat, we had uh, around uh, three hundred uh, people at the same time. On Aya, we had uh, I don't know, at the, probably a hundred people at the same time. And uh, that was really exhausting and a bit frustrating, I must say, because uh, uh, you, 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 uh, y- even if you want to control everything, it's very difficult because everything is very expensive. Um, you have to uh, deal with the budget, with the amount of uh, characters, with the amount of um, sets. So it's exciting, but... Um, even if you're responsible for the movie, uh, 
you, you get really frustrated uh, at some point. And uh, finally, uh, graphic novels is, is a good uh, way of uh, expre expressing yourself and to be really free because uh, uh, it requires very uh, uh, very simple uh, things like uh, a hand, uh, a pencil, or some paint and stuff like that. And uh, you don't have to deal with too many people, sure, or eventually two. And uh, I, I, I quite, I, I, it's a kind of rest for me, and I, I really like to, you know, to, to explore that, that field more than uh, having to deal with very big teams and uh, a lot of troubles, in fact. So tell me about um, kind of growing up and your interest in drawing, and what were some of the things um, that were influencing you or encouraging you to draw? Well, well, my um, first in my family uh, there are some artists. Like my grandmother was a painter. Okay. And uh, so was initially my father was a, a cubist uh, painter, and finally turned out to be an architect. Um, and uh, my mother was uh, doing uh, engravings and painting as well. So that you know, it's a kind of. Uh, good way to start uh, drawing mm. and um, then um, I, w I, I liked really very much uh, at that time was more uh, like uh, comics more than graphic novel and so I, I have been reading uh, hundreds of, of them um, through all my youth and uh, was very uh, well I was very fond of drawing and making comics when I, when I was young, so I, it's like, it was like a very natural thing for me, and uh, which was good because uh, I had, you know, this, this uh, really taste, but uh, then I learned uh, design and uh, drawing at school, and so I, I was a bit handicapped then. You know, it's always the thing when you learn a musical instrument by yourself, and then you you start from zero when you want to to really uh, learn with a with a teacher. And, uh, so I had a lot of bad habits. I had I had to you know to forget everything I did first and start from zero. And uh, finally, uh, I well you know I still had this uh, energy for uh, drawing, so I I kept on. Uh, on uh, working on that and uh, never stopped since, in fact. Uh, was that like uh, in college, like art school? Uh, yeah, I, I, well, I, I'm not sure what uh, is college for you, but you know, I, around uh, at age around uh, 18, 17, yeah. 18, uh, I, did, uh, I did an art school in Paris yes, for uh, four years. What was your, when you went there, you wanted to do just drawing, or did you kind of like have a bigger idea? In well, at that point, uh, I didn't like comic books anymore because it was in the late 90s, no, not, not late, in the 90s, and uh, you know, in France it was not a very good period for comics, it was uh, uh, very commercial stuff, or eventually... Uh, uh, stuff like Fluid Glacial, which which I didn't really like. It was uh, 
it was not uh, my cup of tea, as we say. And I was not interested in comics anymore, and I, I just wanted to, you know, explore all the graphic design field. So I, I was really in a graphic design school where you do uh, layout, uh, type, fonts, uh, photography, uh, uh, everything. You know, it was kind of a complete, uh, a complete range of um, graphic design uh, uh, workshops. And uh, so, no, at that time, I was I wasn't sure at all uh, what I wanted to do uh, in terms of uh, of uh, being an illustrator or something else. What was it that brought you back into comics? It was, in fact, in two o five when uh, I realized that, uh, I discovered that there was a publisher, which is now. It was called L'Association, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, was ex- exploring some, uh, you know, uh, very uh, intense and uh, uh, free books, uh, which uh, didn't have a, a, a commercial um, point of view and uh, was trying to do some artistic uh, stuff. And um, the, the first thing I read from them was a book by Johan Spa, which was Piano, it's uh, one of his uh, sketchbooks, and I really like it, to me it was very original, I haven't seen that before, and then I discovered uh, Christophe Blanc that I really liked as well because it was uh, uh, very original. Uh, a great design and uh, very uh, there was a lot of uh, style to it. it was not uh, uh, too realistic but it was a very precise and uh, beautiful uh, drawing and uh, you know those uh, Blutch and all those kind of guys and uh, Nicolas de Crécy mm-hmm. and uh, I was really amazed by uh, what they invented were able to do so uh, I thought uh, I could give it to try myself. <laughs> was, was it? I'm very pretentious, so I thought, well, you know, I can do best, <laughs> do better. <laughs> How did that end up for you? <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's uh, much better now. <laughs> <laughs> what were some of the first comics you're ma- you're, you're making for yourself at that point? Well, in fact, uh, I directly started with uh, Aya. Oh, wow. Uh, because, um, so at that point, uh, I, I, I had a friend, Marguerite Aboué, who, uh, who proposed me um, a story. She wrote about her youth in uh, Côte d'Ivoire, and uh, she proposed it. I, um, because I was doing a lot of uh, children's book and she thought uh, that would be a nice subject. And at, it was exactly the moment where I wanted to start um, uh, comics and graphic novels. So I, I said uh, that it was a brilliant uh, subject, but uh, I didn't want to do a children's book. I wanted to, to turn it into um, uh, a graphic novel. So she wrote it again in another uh, style and uh, but it was still uh, really for children and uh, then we thought uh, 
we would be it would be more interesting to you know to have uh, a main character who would be a, a young adult so we can uh, because there were many uh, topics that uh, uh, could be very interesting to to depict to depict and uh, to tell uh, about uh, life in uh, the 70s in Ivory Coast. So, so we finally, after uh, you know uh, different tries, we did these few pages of Aya, and uh, I sent them to a friend who was you know just a young uh, publisher at Gallimard, and uh, they were not uh, printing any graphic novels at that time. And it was just, you know, so that he could introduce me to other people. And uh, he called back and he said, oh, you know, uh, with uh, Joanne Sfar, we are, uh, we are building up a, a new uh, a graphic novel collection at Gallimard and we take your, your story. So I was quite happy about <laughs> it because I didn't know Joanne at all. And well, I didn't know him personally. And it was really uh, the guy who, uh, which I really liked and, and that I wanted to, who gave me the idea, you know, the, I was inspired by his, his work and wanted to do, to do graphic novels. So it was quite amazing. And I said, oh, well, okay, why not? And uh, so we started directly with Aya. And uh, so it came out in uh, 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 the late uh, 2005, what do you say? Uh, 2005. 2005, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So it came out in November or something, and just after there was uh, Angoulême, and we had the prize in Angoulême, and after uh, it it started to to really uh, work really really well, far beyond what they expected, and so it you know all started like that because uh, it was a uh, it, it has been a great success for some reason which we don't control at all and we are. Not aware exactly of what happened. It, it's really neat um, how uh, the two of you have created this um, really easy to jump into story. Um, like it, it's some books are like extremely easy to read because like you just want to keep reading it, and Aya yeah. kind of works that way. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, well, the inspiration is like a situation comedy, so. Because all the characters of Aya uh, uh, were watching Dallas on TV. Mm -hmm. uh, so were we when we were young, you know, we were following uh, this, uh, this Dallas all the time. And, and so that way the idea is to create a kind of saga with many characters, a lot of, uh, a lot of um, events. And, um, and um, so it, it turned out to be a kind of African Dallas. Yeah, Sissoko <laughs> would be J.R. How do you call him? In France, we say J.R. Yeah, you know, Larry Hagman character. So, so it was a kind of inspiration for us, uh, because you know all the at that time all the the mother, all the mama, uh, uh, watched every uh, sitcom on uh, on TV and. Uh, and didn't make any difference between uh, fiction and reality. So, like uh, when there has been some uh, I, uh, uh, Ivor, uh, Ivorian uh, sitcom, 
and uh, there were some uh, characters behaving badly or being really mean. When they made the, the actors in the street, they would uh, beat them up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, I don't know when one actor had his house burned or something because you know, he was a very mean character in the, in the sitcom you know <laughs> so it was a kind of story we, we wanted to tell now you traveled to the Ivory Coast for research yes. or for uh, initially just for uh, for tourism and then um, later on for uh, for a documentation purpose. Had you so you went there before you had started on the book? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, a complete uh, hazard. You know, complete. Uh, uh, it was not uh, initially. It was not the the point of going to Ivory Coast. Tell me about the the traveling there to take inspiration and just uh, like your sketchbook process with that. Well, uh, the thing is, I I love I do a lot of sketchbook, but uh, I don't like to be spotted as um, being drawing, you know, mm-hmm. by people. And uh, unfortunately, when I'm in Ivory Coast, I'm very easy to spot uh, because obviously I I, I am not uh, suntan enough. So uh, it's like that when you're uh, white in uh, Ivory Coast, everybody looks at you in the street. Or a lot of people, you, it's difficult to be very discreet, and um, which is not a problem at all. But it, for me, it's a problem to draw because when if I start to draw, everybody, well, you know, the children comes, and I'm not discreet at all. So I can't, I can't really draw, you know, from uh, in the street or I, 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 it's mostly from uh, pictures that I do it. Um, I, I don't even like to take pictures, in fact, in the street, so I, I kind of uh, handle my camera on the side and pretending not to take any pictures. <laughs> I take a lot, but I don't, I don't like to be spotted you know, as a tourist or as somebody's watching. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I'm very good in the Parisian subway. I can do a lot of drawings. People don't... Uh, don't uh, don't know I'm drawing them, but uh, in Ivory Coast it's more difficult. So it's uh, mostly a picture that I take and I draw uh, when I'm back home or at the hotel or somewhere. Is part of that wanting to kind of experience uh, the culture as much as possible without kind of othering yourself? Well, well, yes, but uh, it's a kind of uh, luxury because I, I don't do that for everything. For example, for the Golden Compass, which uh, is uh, set in Oxford and in the, around the North Pole. Uh, well, unfortunately, I don't know Oxford and uh, I don't plan to go in the, to the North Pole in the next uh, month, which Aww. I would like. But it's a bit difficult, and uh, <laughs> it's a good time too. Yeah, well, it's it, the time it, of the year, it's summer. But uh, so yeah, well, in this specific case, it was possible. So it's of course it's it's much better. But uh, you there there is other way to do it. But uh, I would love to you know to travel in every 
every city uh, I draw in the stories, uh, that would be very nice. Do you think that yeah. helped helped you? Oh, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, well, the drawing is a very essential uh, activity. So you, mm. I, the more you, the more you, you lived in the, the, the place you're drawing, the more uh, you can uh, try to, 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 to describe it to, to the readers. But uh, it's, uh, well, it's not always the case. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you and, uh, and Marguerite have like an uh, end goal in mind with Aya, or did it kind of develop through the process of working on it? No, yeah, it developed. In fact, uh, each time um, we had like a theme or something that we wanted to to speak about. But uh, obviously, uh, you know, it's uh, it tells just uh, everyday life. So unless uh, every every character dies, uh, it can go on and on for forever. And uh, so. Um, so we we had the plan uh, for one book in advance, but no, not more, not more. But it was nice to to be free to you know to speak about uh, different subjects like uh, homosexuality, like uh, the church, all the fake uh, preachers, you know they, they yeah. The, all these subjects are are very funny, are really good for comedy. And uh, about uh, how um, an Ivorian uh, guy uh, uh, lives when he arrived in Paris, you know, uh, in the 70s, because it's, it was quite different than now. It was much more easy to come. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this, each time we had those ideas, and I tried to, to tell it uh, uh, one after the other. Did you have anything particular in mind for yourself um, stylistically that you wanted to capture? Well, I, I always, um, well, it's very, in fact, I work quite fast, but this to start is very hard for me because I try many different things and um, I, I, I try to find a good uh, in-between uh, range which it's not no, something not too uh, realistic for characters and not too simple so it doesn't get uh, too too young you know yeah have, I, I, I like characters to be uh, synthetic and and stylized so um, so they are more like uh, puppets and you you really can uh, uh, you can uh, identify to them um, and when I started, I was on the other hand. I, w I wanted to, you know, like when you you didn't do any book, so you want to show that you you can draw and that you can draw some uh, um, realistic drawings. But uh, in fact, I really didn't do it because uh, there was no point. Uh, I, I what I learned from the children's book and the animation is that uh, the most important thing is the story, so it has to be very fluid and uh, as clear as possible, especially in Aya, where uh, 
you don't get to recognize every face very easily and there are many characters and many complex and uh, story that cross over each other so uh, always I, I, I always try to, to 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 make things simple you know as simple as possible now from there uh, was Pablo your next comic that you did um, I did some other ones okay I did uh, Zazie dans le métro, which is an adaptation of a French novel. And um, I did Django with uh, Johan Sva, which is uh, a completely mad uh, life of, uh, of a fox that is called Django Renard, because Renard in French means fox. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's only with animals. And it's uh, quite funny. How many? Are... How big is it? Like uh, uh, I don't know, sixty page and uh, sixty pages. And there's supposed to be a second one, but uh, I think Joan will soon have finished the scenario. <laughs> that, that was a joke. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, anyway, the first one was quite fun. Yeah. And Pablo uh, came after. And uh, that was a complete different uh, thing. And uh, so I, w when I when I started it, I wanted to change again all you know all the rules and how I worked. And, and so I I worked it as like individual uh, drawings. It was not uh, I didn't draw any whole pages. I did. each uh, each frame is one page. Oh okay. And, That's uh, uh, Chester Brown does that. Oh yeah, does he? Yeah, okay. yeah. Every panel is drawn separately. And yeah, well, that's that's quite interesting because then you don't look at it the same way. Mm -hmm. But you need a good storyboard so that you know it really works. But um, but I thought for uh, to tell uh, a painter's life, it was uh, interesting to to work it as individual uh, images and to use uh, charcoal, you know all the stuff that they were using in uh, the, the academy when they were drawing uh, nude models and stuff. Um, so were you, like, was that era of art in France always a particular interest of you? Because you said that your father was a painter. Yeah, he, uh, it, it was really. And... Um, in fact, my uh, it was kind of a family story too because my grandfather was a friend of Max Jacob. Okay. Max Jacob being the, the great friend of Picasso and a, a poet, and I didn't really know his life, so I was really glad to have the opportunity, you know, to tell something about him and learn myself uh, more about him. So uh, now it was a very intimate subject in fact now the interesting thing with pablo and aya is that you're seeing these stories from um from women's point of view uh with pablo being um fernanda absolutely uh and i'm wondering about uh, you the utilization of her in in pablo and how that was an important factor I am, I'm, well, it's quite, Pablo is quite a true story. She's not really idealized, I cannot pronounce it properly. 
Uh, it is based uh, partly on uh, her own um, her, her own book. She wrote a book about her life with uh, Picasso, and um, and she was, I guess, his first big love. Yes, 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 and uh, and she was a a very uh, pure person, you know. Uh, she 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 didn't want to do any business uh, because when when they split, uh, she had a lot of paintings from him, but she she kept everything. She had a very modest life, and um, and uh, she, well, every every story told in Pablo is true. That is you know, just the way we tell him is uh, is uh, our personal uh, view on it. But uh, it's all the facts, you know, are uh, are real facts. I'm interested about the fact that she herself painted, and it's kind of touched on a little bit. But I kind of wanted to know more about her own kind of yeah, artistic but, desires. Yeah, but she was um, she was not educated at, at all, and she, uh, she she could have probably have been an artist or a writer, but uh, she was uh, kind of a very simple person. So she she was more into reading than actually painting or uh, writing. She was more uh, a, a muse. How do you say muse? A muse? Uh, yeah, muse. Um, now, each book, I guess, uh, in French, it was titled after a different artist that would be important in yeah. folks' lives at that point, um, which is kind of lost in the in the English one. And I'm wondering about that, the importance of that as part of the story. Yeah, we we wanted to highlight, you know, the. Because uh, Picasso is like a kind of vampire, you know, he, he, when he meets somebody that uh, enriches him, he divorces it as well. Like uh, Max Jacob, uh, Max Jacob um, taught Picasso to speak French, and that's why Picasso has this very weird and poetic way of speaking French. You know, he he has uh, he uses strange images. You know, he's a it's a very, very nice and uh, original way of uh, speaking. And so each, each time, uh, well, on Matisse is different. Matisse is more like a competition between, uh, between them. But um, for uh, Apollinaire and all these people, they, they really uh, were uh, like um, uh, essential to him because uh, they were kind of food for uh, Picasso. He was a uh, he was really uh, um, a passionate friend and a kind of yeah a kind of vampire from certain aspects. Now you're talking earlier about doing the um, the art panel by panel, and I'm interested in the composition aspect of doing each panel. Like, um, did you have something particular in mind when doing it that style? Um, was it like quite large you're drawing, or? Well, uh, 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 one panel is like uh, um, what you call a letter-sized sheet. Okay. But when there are two or big panels or whole pages, it's the same proportion. So the whole page is like uh, uh, sixty by fifty centimeters. You know, it's quite big. 
So I ended up uh, doing some quite big growing sometimes, which was really fun. And it was the the coloring is really fascinating, and that was done by someone else. Yeah, it's okay. Well, of course, it's it's um, Sandra, um, know, who has a, a great uh, talent, and um, it's a kind of collaboration. But uh, I don't like to say that because it's trying to minimize her part, which uh, I don't want to because she she she's really great. Uh, the thing is, I'm more like you know um, uh, in the final process of uh, of uh, putting the light in the scene and uh, um, choosing what I want to show or not. It's more like I did the. Um, not the, the color, but the brightness in a certain way. You know, I, I, I kind of uh, worked on a, a color so that uh, I would enlighten some specific thing that I wanted to show that are not very easy to, to guess uh, <laughs> an outside point of view. So it's a kind of collaboration, but she, she did a, a very great job on this. Mm -hmm. it, it's quite amazing, like... Um the way the two of you work together, it feels very harmonious, um, where they're so complementing. Uh, with the colorist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's one wait. of the big standout things for me when I look at that book. It's, it's, it's kind of like pow. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I, I think it works quite fine. But uh, it's also because... Um, I, I have a hard time to let other people express them, themselves properly. <laughs> <laughs> I always to want to, you know, put my hand uh, into the motor, and uh, but um, but she she did a great job anyway. Was no. very very talented and a lot <clears throat> great textures and great atmosphere. So it was fun. Now, um, you're talking earlier about uh, using different processes like charcoal and things like that. I'm wondering, um, also stylistically, um, would you try and pull from the different artists? Well, um, in a way, because uh, for all uh, Picasso's friend when he's really young, they, there are very few documents and he did a lot of uh, caricatures of, of them. So I was very much inspired by his drawings for, for all his friends, his Spanish friends. And um, otherwise, uh, I, well, I didn't try to make art with the story. I'm, the most important thing is to tell the story. So I'm not going to, to start a cubist uh, graphic novel. See what I mean? This, uh, <laughs> Yeah. So it's modest. It wants to tell the story of uh, cubism, but not using the means of cubism. Otherwise, nobody would understand anything. Um, what about when you would have to draw someone else's art? Um, like, you know, a Picasso painting? Uh, uh, yeah, for, for, for all this, we, had, um, we didn't have any authorization. So, I, in fact, I draw other other painting that I invented, you know, which looks a bit like uh, Picasso's. Um, and, uh, um, apart from uh, Les Demoiselles d'Avignon, 
which is the last uh, painting uh, of the story and which is the you know in some way the goal of the story is to tell how how he, he invented cubism and, and why he painted this demoiselle d'avignon so for that we had the we had the uh, we asked the picasso administration for a, an authorization and uh, so they, they they kind of enjoy the graphic novel so finally they gave their okay for that but uh, we are very much afraid that they don't and we didn't know how to do you know the final scene where he, he does that uh, big painting because if you don't recognize the Demoiselle d'Avignon then uh, it makes no sense <laughs> there was a bit for uh, two years. Um, now, when you're reimagining, um, like I said, you only had the rights to or permission to use the one painting. Um, and I wish to like how you reimagine what someone would have painted. Uh, how I imagine that? Yeah, like how you. Um, well, in fact, I, 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 I started from a... Well, this is specifically for Picasso because for Matisse and all the other ones, we, we asked and there was no problem. We could redraw the original paintings. Oh, okay. So all the other ones are real... Well, real, drawn by me, but are, <laughs> are reference to uh, real painting. So the only problem was Picasso's. And each time, in fact, I, I took one of his paintings. First thing I did was turn it around, mirrored it. And then uh, I drew, uh, you know, stuff a, a little bit like that, but not exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. in fact, there's a reference to each of them that you can recognize. But um, they, don't, they don't look like that. They are not exactly like that. They're kind of uh, concepts of uh, Picasso's painting. Yeah. No, it, it it's really amazing just what you uh were able to do with that book and visually um quite fascinating. Uh and it's really interesting to hear about the drawing large, like um was there a difference for you drawing the panel so big? Oh well yeah, it's, in terms of gesture it's uh it's very different. And um I could experiment much more uh, things. For example, if uh, I, if it's uh, not good, if I missed my point, uh, well, you can throw away a panel. It's not a problem. If it's on a whole page, then you have to, you know, paste some other some other piece of paper or erase or I don't know what. So it's very, quite boring. So it gives you a kind of freedom, you know. Yeah. How to, to 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 try. So sometimes uh, it's not very good sometimes it's not what I uh, and now I would like to redo it uh, all over again but there are still a good part of the books that I like but uh, I always tend to redo everything did you allow yourself more experimentation with this book than previous work oh uh, yeah yeah much more and um, now I'm uh, working on other stuff and um, still uh, Going in that direction of you know, uh, trying to to make some uh, very live, lively uh, drawings. You know, uh, 
<coughs> for on the golden compass and using a lot of watercolor and uh, now I'm putting the color on the black drawing and I'm mixing with numeric color so it creates very nice stuff. And uh, with uh, Julie Birman, we are doing a new story. And this is all, uh, the, that would be my first book, all in uh, watercolor. So there is no, you know, the drawing and the color is on the same page. It's just okay. one. So that, uh, that's a new challenge. That and I'm and right you're now. coloring it yourself. Yes, I do everything. Well, um, usually, yeah, I always do all the colors myself. It's only on Pablo where I, I worked with uh, Sandra. Okay. Was there a reason to work with someone else on that book? Like a particular... Uh, what do you mean? Well, like you say, that's the only book that someone else colored. Um, yes. Why? Uh, because, um, because, because, why? It's a good question. In fact, uh, I had a lot of work because I was doing, uh, I was doing movies and I didn't have much time. So I wanted, uh, help. Okay. And, and I saw, uh, Pour l'Empire, which is, uh, um, a book that, she she where she did the color and uh, i really loved uh, her, her work on pour empire for the empire it's, i don't know if it's the english translation and if it's published in english but it uh, that's its title and um, it was quite amazing so uh, we when i saw that <clears throat> i took contact with her <coughs> sorry oh, no ask for her help, you know. Um, now, you said the the movies you're working on, maybe we should talk a little bit about those, the cartoon for Rabbi's Cat and, and Aya. Uh, what was your role on, on both of them? Well, on Rabbi's Cat, I'm a, a producer, an executive producer, and I... I did the first part of development where I, I work on the how it would be uh, adapted to the screen. Okay. And uh, then I, when the real movie started, I was just there, you know, but I didn't, I, I helped here and there. I did some sets and some drawings, but uh, I was not really involved in it after. And on Aya, uh, I co-directed it, I produced it and uh, I uh, I was um, the set uh, I don't know how you say in English but the set director and the character designer mm -hmm. and uh, well I did a lot of things on Aya. Was it important for you to really capture uh, what you and uh, Marguerite had done with the book series? Yeah, we are trying to be quite uh, faithful to the to the book and. Um, but um, we wanted to, to because um, Ivorians are great actors and the way they speak is, uh, is very lively and, and creates good uh, situation, uh, comedy situation. So um, we, wa we wanted really to make people hear the music and the, the way people speak. And, um, so we have, that was our plan. I don't know if it worked really well, but it was the initial uh, will. 
Yeah. Well, I hope to see it one day. <laughs> no. It's it's not a, a masterwork, a masterpiece, but it's not so bad. Is it something you want to do again at that level of directing? No, no right now I don't want to do any movies. I just want to make books. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm very lazy, you know. <laughs> I don't work too much. I don't know if I'd say you were lazy. Oh. I, I, I'm lazy for having... Uh, like uh, meetings uh, with teams and uh, directing people. I, I don't like to direct people. Yeah. I have a hard time directing myself. So. You're much more content to draw at home. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm safe at home. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining me today, uh, Clement. Or Clement. Um, yeah. Once again, folks, I've been talking to uh, Clement Aubrey. I'm sorry. I totally mispronounced your name. <laughs> tell, tell the folks how to pronounce it properly. But I, you know what? I, I have a, a good Irish way to say it, which would be O'Brary. O'Brary. Like, like an Irish name, you know, O'Brary. <laughs> um, uh, his books are uh, the two from uh, Drawn Quarterly, I uh, Life in Yop City, and I uh, Love in Yop City. As well, the most recently, the very excellent Pablo uh, from Self Made Hero. Um, I really recommend checking out all of them. They're incredibly enjoyable comics. Uh, thank you thank so you. much, Clement. Thank you very much for this moment. <laughs>